why. Thank you, Jungle Jam, for that wonderful musical introduction. Man, oh man, you are just like on fire. Fire here in the uh, waning days of October as we approach Halloween, all Hallow's Eve. Great holiday, kicking off the big holiday season, leading us right up into the Christmas and Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever else you celebrate during those months of December. But right now it's Jungle Jam pounding the keys, just pounding the keys on that synthesizer, setting the tone, setting the way, you know, getting people comfortable in their chairs or, or in their vehicles or wherever they may be, you know, uploading or downloading or sideloading or middle loading, failing up. That's right. This is Tim Marr. This is failing up. That's Jungle Jim, the musical director. Fantastic talent. Hopefully he'll be going on tour soon. Not that I'd miss you, Jungle Jim. We're recording this podcast here on a beautiful Saturday, autumn Saturday in upstate New York, central New York on October 29th, 2022, approaching Halloween. Recording in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing all the way to the Great Lake of Ontario. That's right, that feeds that mighty St. Lawrence Seaway past 1,000 islands all the way out to the great Atlantic Ocean and around the world, just like my voice. Or if you make a left, you're heading over to Buffalo, New York. Big game tomorrow night. The Buffalo Bills will take on the Green Bay Packers. I'm a huge Packer fan and an owner of the Packers, one of the 320,000 individuals who own a piece of the only publicly owned professional sports franchise in the United States of America, the Green Bay Packers, the legendary mythological, mythological, is that a word? The mythological, that's not a word, mythological. The myth of the Packers. Mythological, that's not even a word either. Just the Packers, the, the, the myth around the Packers and the, the magic of the Packers and the only team that's owned, you know, they play in a little teeny town called Green Bay, Wisconsin. That team wouldn't be there if they weren't owned publicly, which is fantastic. Unbelievable. Owned by the community, owned by so many individuals, and that truly makes them America's team. Taking on the Buffalo Bills, who uh, are right up there in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Hop over the falls, go over the falls, hope your barrel was built properly, and there you are in Cleveland, Ohio. That's right. Keep on those Great Lakes. The winds of November will start blowing early next week, and that always reminds me of the song of the tragic, tragic uh Mishap on the Great Lakes with the Edmund Fitzgerald, Gordon Lightfoot's song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Really, really gives you the grasp of the Great Lakes in, in November here in uh, central New York and upstate New York. And, you know, as the winds blow and the leaves are gone, get, that's real, you know. That's, I love I love November. I love November. Love it. I love this time of year. You know, it's uh, late autumn this time of year. And it's big because there are elections coming up. You have the midterm elections coming up. And so... Um, it's usually where the party of the president totally gets wiped out in the midterm elections. For some whatever reason that is, historically, at least recent history, the sitting president's party gets cleaned right out during the midterms. And it's been no, it is no more critical. There's no more critical juncture in our history than this time because um, of all the wackos that are in Congress and Senate, in the Senate, in um, tragedy yesterday as the home of Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco was broken into and her husband was attacked by a, a hammer-wielding maniac. Saved by the police who did respond, her husband had the, the wits about him to call 911 and let them know that was going on, but still he, he had a fractured skull and surgery in the hospital. He was 82 years old. And this is just, this is just the symptoms. This is what's going to happen 
when um, when the rhetoric has been geared up, but but rhetoric of lies, lies, and 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 lies motivate the ignorant. Lies motivate the ignorant. Now, an ignorant person or somebody who who uh, isn't informed or isn't educated or is too lazy to get the facts, they're not dangerous on their own usually. But it's when they get pumped up, when they get pumped up by individuals or individ an individual, it makes them feel as if they're a part of something. Because people, people want to be a part of something. For some reason, people really want to be a part of something. And it's not so much the individual, but when the individual, the ignorant individuals say, oh, wow, we can't be ignorant because there's a lot of us. If there's a lot of us, it must be right. And they're, they're manipulated by individuals, former President Trump and, and others, uh, who just fabricate, take the truth. And, and lie has become our, our, our way of life. Lying has become our way of life. And it's just become, unfortunately, and, with the, and unfortunately with dire consequences, it has become the accepted way of our life. It is acceptable for our public figures to lie, even when we know, even when we know they're lying to our face, even when they deny the videos of, of, of pictures of, of events occurring, you know, to have, to have them say, well, 9-11, 9-11 was just a tour. But there are the facts, there's the video right in front of them, but, but individuals, these, these people, they manipulate, these ignorant people they 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 can't they have to believe in them because that's where they get their value. They get their value out of the absurd, and then they get a pack mentality, a pack of idiots. But a pack of idiots becomes a very dangerous pack of idiots because they they believe whatever um, these people tell them. They believe it to be true. They believe it to be true when some whack job tells them that a school massacre never occurred. They believe in to be true when they say that. They believe in to be true when they say that the insurrection was a great day in our history, and it really wasn't anything to that it's being um, a lot's being made out of it. But they believe all that. They believe it because because they don't have anything else to believe in. They've they put themselves in a position where um, this is where they get their value. This is where they get their find their purpose and their identity. They don't find their identity, and they find their identity because they form a group. They're part of something. Everybody wants to, they're a part of the stupidity group. And whether a group is a, is a great group, the Beatles, or a great group, you're in a, you know, a professional organization, or you're part of something, or if you're just a group of fools, you're still in a group. And that's where the danger occurs. Oh, speaking of danger, Jungle Jim, you over there? Jungle Jim, would you wake up? I'm about to have myself. Did you, you may, thanks for doing this. Jungle Jim microwaved some cider. And this is like a perfect time for some nice, warm, hot cider in my mug. I'll tell you, this, this is hot cider time. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, that's perfect, Jungle Jim. Perfect. Perfect hot cider on a late autumn evening. Uh, as we approach November, there's still a lot of autumn left. Still a lot of autumn left. I'm in the autumn of my life. There's a lot of autumn in my uh, life left, too, I think. But it's ignorance. Because if you're in a group of ignorant people, you're all right when you're wrong. Being wrong is right. And believing in somebody um, who's, who's, who's made absurd um, declarations, who's, who's said absurd things, who's just lied then you defend the lie 
the line never becomes truth. The line never becomes truth. And there used to be there used to be a saying, the truth will set us free. But right now it doesn't matter because people don't want to hear the truth. Because if they hear the truth and they believe the truth, it not only um, holds those accountable who are liars, but it but it takes away the identity of those who are followers, those lemmings who drive around. I see them on the road with big flags on the back of their cars saying, oh, you know, Trump, 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 Trump. You know, and pretend, you know, and just fed that. But to them, it's like a game. The consequences aren't real. It's a game. It's, it's been fabricated. It's turned into a reality television show. Our political system has turned into a reality television show. And the more atrocities you hear that occurred in the White House, when you hear the, the Woodward uh, complete tapes, um, 60 years ago, we were, we were on the brink of nuclear war. And who knows how many times we've been on the brink of nuclear war in the last eight years. People are like that. People... People in packs, people in cliques. It goes way back to when you were, when you were, when you, well, I don't know if it's you, but maybe me. But it goes way back to when, um, you know, when you're younger and, and you want to be in with the cool kids, I guess, and there's cliques, you know. And, and if you're in the certain clique, you're in with the cool kids, or I didn't really care. I, I could care less about that stuff. But for some people, that was important. And for some people, they never found that. Or some people, they, they didn't. But now they do. Now they have this MAGA, and they, be, and they they feel like they're something. And it's just become so heightened. And uh, it's manipulation by all of above. Because if there is divisiveness, if there's divisiveness, then it keeps away um, any form of potential solution, and it makes individuals needy on a leader. Leaders don't want to have, you know, certain leaders don't want to have people get to get along. They don't want to have people agree. They don't have people talk. They want divisiveness. They want it because it elevates. They want it because if, if people aren't getting along and if people are in conflict and if people uh, disagree and they're in camps and they're divided, constantly divided, it empowers those that are leading. And actually, it empowers those that are leading on both sides. But the great manipulation is by those on the Republican side because it, it empowers. It gives them a following and it empowers them. And they can guarantee that a certain percentage will never believe, no matter what, no matter how, if it's stuck in their face, they'll never believe it. You could hand these people an orange and put it in their hand and tell them that's an orange. And if the certain individuals told them it was a banana, they're going to tell you, that's a banana. That's a banana in my hand, and I'm happy to see it. Like, ah, that's a banana in my hand, and I'm happy to see it. But that's what they're going to say. And the more we're divided, the more beneficial it is to those that are leading on either side. It's kind of like if crime went away, you wouldn't need police. But if, if, if people are all getting along, there's no politics. Um, but politics is gone. I mean, political is gone. You know, it was once a, it was, it was always a blood sport, but it was a blood sport with honor. It was a blood sport with honor. There were some parameters. I mean, there's filthy, dirty tricks. And of course, you know, people got shot. And, um, 
but there was always kind of a boundary you went around. And that boundary was always, you tried to tell, they tried to tell the truth. Now then there's spin and you don't answer questions and and you try to bury things and you try to dig up dirt on your opponents. That's all fair game. That's all fair game. But at least if, if, if the President of the United States blatantly lied, blatantly broke the law, he was held accountable. And that seems to be flushed down the toilet. And, what, and, and who empowers that is this group that follows that. And no matter what you do, you have to write that group because they're not going to change. They're not going to believe. They've been programmed. They've been programmed to believe lies. Their truth is a lie. And when your truth is a lie, you don't want to face that. You don't want to face that your truth is a lie. Nobody wants to face that all they believed in is a lie. You know, in a relationship, if you find out it was all a lie, it wasn't real, what was it worth, all that commitment, all that time? You can't do that. You know, if you find out your truth is a lie, then you have to look at yourself and say, oh my God, I've wasted all this time. I've invested all this. I'm sitting in a prison cell for a lie. So what happens is the lie continues to get perpetuated, perpetuated. Can you say, Jungle Jim, can you say perpetuate? I'd like to say perpetuate. Perpetuate. Perpetuators means we're going to move it along. We're going to move it on down the line. We're going to perpetuate the lie. Because the more the lie is told, it becomes true. If you tell a lie a bazillion times, guess what? It's still a lie. But from people, if they hear it long, here, 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 pretty soon, you know, a cat becomes a dog. If you say it a bazillion times and you say it to the group. And if one person says, hmm, is that really a cat or a dog? And then another person says, no, he said it's a dog. It's a dog, but it's a cat. And next, you know, three people say, oh, that's a dog. Four people say, that's a dog. Nobody's going to have the cojones to say, guys, that's a cat. No one's going to have the cojones to say the emperor ain't wearing no American clothes, man. And that emperor ain't purdy. That emperor ain't purdy when he's naked. That ain't a, that ain't a good looking emperor when he's naked. He ain't purdy on the golf course either. Do you see the size of that man? Did you see his hair? His hair is orange. But it ain't orange because it's it's blue because he said it was blue. And as long as he said it was blue, I got my I, I have my big truck with my huge flags. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good because if I if I for one reason I find it's kind of like if you find that lie and you and you find out the truth is a lie and it hits you, you become deflated like a Thanksgiving Day Parade, Macy's float that just got a hole in it. <laughs> then what do you do? Then you find out you've been living a lie. Then you're back to where you started from before the great liar came along. And you don't have any value because you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Or you feel like an idiot. You're actually not an idiot, but you feel like an idiot. You feel like you don't have a purpose. You probably have a Everybody has a purpose. Not everybody has a purpose, but everybody has a purpose. Oh, boy, I'll tell you. So the midterms are coming up right after this wonderful Halloween season. The best Halloween candy to get is a Snickers bar. Mini, those mini candy bars are the best Halloween candies to get. I don't care what everybody says. The little mini candy bar. When I was a kid, I loved getting the mini candy bars. Oh man, oh man, a Chevitz. I mean, the ones, you know, like the mini, uh, the 
mini Snickers bars and the mini uh, Three Musketeers and a Milky Way. Those were the best. That was the best. Maybe a little pack of M&Ms. I don't know if they had them back then. That was top shelf. Maybe a Tootsie Roll. A mini candy bars, man. Score. Big time score. I hear you, Jungle Jim. I hear you playing that song. You want to get me out of here? You're going to make me some more cider? Because nobody, nobody heats up the cider like Jungle Jim. This is Tim Marr. This is Failing Up. That's Jungle Jim. Bye-bye.